book of Acts, chapter number 11. And let's begin reading verse number 19. The Bible said, Now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen traveled as far as Phoenice and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to none but unto the Jews only. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene, which when they were come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came into the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch. Who when he came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all, that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. For he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people was added unto the Lord. Then departed Barnabas to Tarshish for to seek Saul. When he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch, and it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, as I bow before you, I thank you for another privilege to pray. Thank you for the Word of God, for this opportunity to preach your Word. And I pray, Lord, tonight you'd help me to say exactly what needs to be said and refrain from saying anything that should not be said. Speak to my heart, O God, and the hearts of each individual tonight. Do the work that needs to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I'll bring a message on the subject, how to recognize a Christian. You've heard it said, if you were arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Well, that's something to think about, isn't it? And uh, I think we use this word very loosely. I I know I do, really. Uh, A lot of times I ask the person, are you a Christian? And what I mean by that is, are you saved? Are you a believer in Christ. Uh, you know, again, the, the term is used too loosely as far as the Bible is concerned anyway, the Bible definition. And uh, some people believe, well, I, I believe in Christ. I go to church, so I must be a Christian. Some people even think, well, I'm an American, so therefore I'm a Christian. I live in a Christian nation. Well, we are a long ways from being a Christian nation. This nation was founded on Christian principles. I agree with that, but the tragedy is that we've strayed a long ways from those principles upon which it was founded. Now, the disciples were Christians before Antioch. The Bible says they were called Christians first in Antioch. That's where they uh, were called this term Christians. So what is a Christian anyway? You say, well, I'm a Christian. Well, when you leave tonight, you may may think different. I hope everybody here tonight is a Christian. Not only that you're saved, but you're Christ-like. And I think being a Christian is a step beyond just being saved as we have it in the Bible definition. Well, how do you recognize a Christian? First of all, by what they believe. Now, a person that does not believe in Christ is not a Christian. 
Some people say, well, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Well, believing in God uh, uh, is, it does not make a person a Christian. Uh, you know, it's, it's beyond more than that. In James 2.19, he says, Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So just to believe in God is to believe nothing more than a devil believes. And I don't think anyone would agree that the devil is a Christian. Uh, certainly not. Uh, he believes in Christ. He believes in God. He believes in Him as a fact. And, and you know, I'm afraid a lot of people believe in a, a historical Christ that have never been born again. You see, before I was saved, I, I believed in the virgin birth. I believed, I believed what I believe now. I believed in the blood of Christ. I believed in the crucifixion. I believed in the resurrection. I believed all that. But uh, I had not appropriated. I had not put my faith uh, in, in the person of Jesus Christ. I was not a Christian. Uh, I could have said, well, I believe in God. I must be a Christian. In John 8, 24, he said, If you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. So it is necessary to believe in Christ or to be saved. In Acts 16, if you turn over just a few pages, a very familiar scripture uh, where he talks about the conversion of the Philippian jailer. And uh, in verse 30, the question is asked, and he brings them out there. The jailer does, Paul and Silas, and, and uh, he says, Sir, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. So in order to be saved, and certainly, and certainly uh, you cannot be a Christian unless you're saved. That's where, that's a fundamental to being a Christian. Uh, I believe that every Christian is saved, but I do not believe that every saved person is a Christian. I believe it's possible to be saved and not be a Christian or not be Christ-like. Uh, in fact, uh, probably all of us at times, uh, we may not be very Christ-like. You know, they've got a little... Uh, uh, these little uh, uh, bracelets and various things, little little things. What would Jesus do? Have you seen those as kind of a, a popular item? And and uh, people wear those, and and uh, you know you can get little tracks and whatever. What would Jesus do? That's a valid question. Uh, and uh, uh, if I'm doing what Jesus would do. Then I, then I could claim I'm a Christian. The Bible said, Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So, uh, uh, believing on the Lord Jesus Christ is necessary uh, in being a Christian. Now, I believe that a Christian will believe what Christ believed. You know, Jesus Christ believed the Scriptures. In John 8, 47, He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because you're not of God. Now that's very strong, a very strong verse, but it's very true. The Bible said those that are of God will hear God's words. A Christian will respond to the Word of God. A Christian will believe the Bible. I believe that. I don't believe a Christian will deny the virgin birth to you. 
person said, I don't believe in that. I don't believe they'll deny the blood atonement. I do not believe they'll deny the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I believe that a real Christian believes the Bible. They believe what Christ believed. And, uh, and that's, uh, I may not understand it all, but I believe it all. Someone said, I don't understand how black cow and eat green grass, give white milk, and make yellow butter. You explain that to me. <laughs> and I heard uh, they were interviewing some, some children, you know, and uh, they were asked this one little girl, said, uh, said where does, where does uh, uh, they, they were talking about ice cream, you know, vanilla ice cream and chocolate ice cream and strawberry ice cream. She said, well, I know that strawberry ice cream comes from a red cow. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's, not, that's not true. I guess, it, I guess it does. It can, but not exclusively. So uh, uh, the, some of the ingredients, the milk, that's necessary for that. But, but anyway, I, I don't understand it all, but I believe it all. I believe what Christ believed. And for a person to say, I'm a Christian, and not believe the Bible, or not hear the Bible, is not a Christian. And pulpits are full of preachers that are not Christians. You know, Carl Woodbury, by the way, he'll be with us next month, one Sunday. And, and uh, he preached for nine and a half years before he got saved, and, and uh, he, he didn't believe what he preached. He said, uh, he said what, uh, people asked him, what did you preach? He said, I preached the Bible. I preached what I really did not believe. He said, I preached Jesus. I preached the Bible, but I didn't believe it. I didn't believe the virgin birth. I didn't believe the bodily resurrection. didn't believe that. And uh, he was a Baptist preacher, by the way. He wasn't, wasn't uh, you know, some cult. He was a Baptist preacher. And lost without God. Uh... And uh, he said a little lady in a nursing home prayed all night for God to save him. <laughs> and God used some backwoods preacher that hadn't even been to school to bring, you know, bring him to his senses and help him realize he was a lost sinner. And he, he got saved. But, uh, but I'm saying a person that does not believe the Bible is not a Christian. I don't care if they pastor a church. I don't care if they're a deacon in a church. I don't care what, how many churches they belong to. If they reject the Bible, they're not a Christian. How can you recognize a Christian? A Christian, you can recognize them what they believe. You can recognize them. The Bible said, He that is of God heareth God's words. You can recognize them by how they respond to the Word of God. And if they believe the Word of God, you can recognize them by what they believe. I had a lady tell me years ago, said, I don't want to go to a church. It scares my children, preaches about hell and all that stuff and makes my children afraid. And I did not tell her, but I thought, I, I thought, well, you wouldn't like to hear me. <laughs> I'll tell you, when God saved me, I was scared to death I was going to hell. I was afraid of the wrath and the judgment of God. And I came to Jesus and was saved. But you can recognize a Christian by what they believe. Let me move on. Not only that, but you can recognize the Christians by the things they say. You can recognize a Christian by the way they talk. 
You know, they asked, they said about Peter there in Matthew 26, 73, he said, Thy speech bereath thee when he was denying the Lord and said, I don't know him. They said, Why, you're from Galilee, your speech betrays you. You talk, you talk like one of them. I speak, you say, what kind of language do you speak? I speak hillbilly English. <laughs> and I can't, I can't fool people. I, my sister, when she was living, I used to kid her. I'd, I'd call her up and I'd say, this is the sheriff. She said, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> I couldn't fool her. She recognized my voice. And most of you, if I, if I call any of you, you, know, you can re people recognize me just, just on the phone. You have to tell them who I am. Everybody, people say, what, what does people, everybody, about everybody calls me a preacher. Even people don't come to this church. And, uh, and uh, I call myself preacher. I forgot my name. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but anyway, it says your speech, your speech betrays you. Now, uh, people in different parts of the country, they have a, an accent that kind of uh, associates them with that part of the country. Nothing wrong with that. That's this normal. You kind of talk like the people you grew up around. And uh, I heard someone talk another day about people from New, New Jersey, New, New Jersey or something like however, however how they, I can't even pronounce it like they do, but, you know, people grow up in that area, they have that unique speech. But you can recognize a Christian by the things they say. In Acts 4.13, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. What a testimony. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Can people recognize by the way we talk that we're Christians? We don't have to say we're Christians. They can say, I tell you, you must be a Christian. A lot of times people say, are you a preacher? And a lot of times I think they associate that because I usually wear, uh, you know, unless I'm working around the house or something, I usually wear a tie about all the time. And uh, they say, you know, you must be a preacher. Well, I hope it's not just for that reason, but I hope people recognize by the way I talk. They, the Bible said they took knowledge of them they had been with Jesus. That's important. That we can say that we're Christians by the way we talk. Now the Bible says here in verse 26, when he had found him, uh, there uh, Barnabas found Saul, and he, he brought him to Antioch, and it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. Uh, Brother Hickox is talking about uh, we need to be telling others about the Lord. Uh, they, ta they taught much people, the Bible says here, for about a year, if you go on and read there. And, uh, uh, you know, does a person that never talks about Jesus a Christian? Can we claim to be a Christian and we don't tell others about the Lord? We don't witness to people. We don't try to win people to Christ. We say, oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I wonder. If we're going to be like Christ, listen, Jesus said, I come to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus Christ, everywhere he went, he won people to, to himself and to faith. 
Everywhere he went, he told others about, about what he came to do. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. If I'm going to claim to be a Christian, I must be doing that. How to recognize a Christian by the things they say. I was reading uh, Brother George Compton's letter, and uh, he was telling about uh, uh, God saved him and called him to preach, and uh, he says, since that time, uh, he said, I've been, I've been trying to win people to Jesus. And I've been soul winning with him. He's a unique individual. He'll witness to anybody. <laughs> and he, he, he gets some people saved along the way. And, and he, he, I mean, he'll just be driving down the road and stop and knock on the door. Uh, just just uh, in, in a community he even, never even been in. He's, he's very unusual. And, and he said, the Lord impresses me to stop I stop, and I go knock on the door and try to win them to the Lord. Uh, you can recognize a Christian by the things they say. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians 4. Oh, that's page 1254. 1253, actually, let me start reading there. Uh, 1253, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. He says, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness, wherefore put in a way to lie, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil, that him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication Proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Well, uh, he's talking about the way we talk here. No corrupt communication. You know, I have been embarrassed around preachers sometimes. And I want to tell you, of all people, preachers ought to watch what they say. I believe that. Now, I like to joke and cut up and have a good time. I'm not, I'm not against that. But I'll tell you, a dirty joke, I don't want to hear it from you or a preacher or nobody else. I don't think it's fitting, period. And let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. The Bible says, watch what comes out of your mouth. You know why it's hard to win some people to God? They say, oh yeah, I know this. You know, I'm as good as people that go to church. I know this person, they go to church, they go to church so-and-so and, and they cuss like a sailor. They've got a dirty mouth and, and they get mad and angry and blow up. I'm as good as they are. The Bible says we're going to be a Christian. Let's talk like one. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you're sealed with the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Colossians 4, 6 says, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. And James said, Let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. Have you ever said anything you wish you hadn't said? 
You wish you could gather those words back, but you can't gather those words back. They're just like water poured out on the ground. Once it's said, it's said, and the harm is done. That's why the Bible said, Be slow to speak, and slow to wrath, and swift to hear. That's the reason God gave us two ears and one mouth. Well, listen twice as much as we talk. A lot of times we, we, uh, our mouth gets ahead of our brain, don't it? And we say things we should not say. You can recognize a Christian by what they believe. You can recognize a Christian by, uh, by the way they talk. You can recognize a Christian by the places they go. The Bible says here again in verse 26 uh, that, uh, they, that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church. I mean, these people were in church. I believe a Christian is going to be in church. I don't even think about not being in church. That's not even, a, that's not even a, a, a matter of debate. I go to church when we have church. I believe Christians ought to go to church. If they're not working or sick, I believe people ought to go to church. I grew up that way. I plan to die going to church. In fact, I think that'd be a good way to go, just be preaching and go on to glory. And uh, be in church. Uh, the places they go, they assemble themselves with the church. What did Jesus do in Luke four sixteen? And he came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up, and as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up far to read. Notice it said, as his custom was. When, he, when the Sabbath day come, he went to synagogue, he went to church. We ought to go to church. On the way to church tonight, there were two, pe two different people mowing their yard. When I was growing up, that was unheard of. Now, I'm not trying to keep the Sabbath. Don't misunderstand me. I, I believe what the Bible teaches about the Sabbath day, and even people believe in the Sabbath are not even keeping it. And I'm not trying to keep the Sabbath to go to heaven. But I'm saying there used to be a day when people respected the Lord and, and this was the day, this was the Lord's day, this was the day that people went to church. They didn't mow the yard, they didn't wash the car, they went to church. And it's very evident those people not in church, they're mowing the yard. <laughs> you can recognize a Christian by the places they go. I believe Christians go to church. If I'm going to be Christ-like, I'm going to go to church because Jesus went. He set the example for me. And these disciples, they assemble themselves with the church, it says. They assemble themselves with the church for a whole year there and taught much people. And Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaken, the assembling of yourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. The Bible says the closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the more we ought to be in church, not the less. We ought to go more. But you know, a lot of people, if it's convenient, they'll come to church. But they're not going to put forth any effort. You know, if it costs me something, if, if I have to make any kind of sacrifice, listen, who is the Lord anyway? The Bible says in Him we live and move and have our being. 
I'm pretty dependent on him, am I not? <laughs> I mean, I'd have never got out of the bed this morning if it hadn't been for him. I owe everything to him. I owe my very life here. I owe everything that I've got. The house I live in, the car I drive, the clothes I wear, the food I eat, everything. I owe it all to him. I owe everything to him. I owe my life to him. I owe my hope for the future, my hope of heaven. I owe everything to Jesus Christ. And he deserves more respect and honor than we give him sometimes. If I'm going to be a Christian, if I'm going to claim to be a Christian, then I need to, I need to be faithful. I need to be in church. I believe that. And I, and I talk to people all the time, and they say, Oh, I'm a Christian. I was saved 20 years ago, and they never go to church. Lord, but I'm a Christian. No, they're not a Christian. I can't look in their heart and say whether they've been saved or not. I even question that. That's not my call. But I, it is my I can say one thing for sure. They are not a Christian. Whether they are, where they're saved, that's God's business. But they're not Christ-like. A person that don't go to church, that's able to go to church, is not a Christian. They're not Christ-like because Christ went to church. Or he went to synagogue, which is uh, comparable to, to uh, saying in some ways anyway, to church. They went there and he read the Word of God, and, and Jesus did that. He stood up and read the Word of God. And they heard the word of God and they went to the synagogue worship there. And listen, Jesus Christ came and established the church. But uh, before he established the church, he went to the synagogue and read the word of God himself. The Bible says in Acts 9, 20, in straightway he, that is talking about Paul, preached preach Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. You know what Paul did and he got saved? He, he, he went to church. He went to synagogue. He preached. He got, he got saved, established churches. And you have that all the way through the Bible. The Bible says, come out and be separate. When God saves a man he, and he's a drunk, uh, he leaves the bars, he leaves, he leaves the liquor places and the bootleggers and, and, and the whole mess, and, and he, has a, he has a new life. In fact, the Bible says, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. And, and 1 John says, we know, uh, we know we've passed from death into life because we love the brethren. If you're saved, if you're a Christian, you want to be around that kind of people. You know, Christian people is my crowd. I don't fit into the dancing crowd, just like Bell Share. Now, I've never been to Belshire, and I probably maybe have no right to say anything, but I'm just saying on, on what they announce. I mean, they say we're going to have entertainment. It's a bunch of rock groups and banging and beating around, you know. That's, that's not my crowd. I don't fit into that kind of, I don't, I don't like that kind of music. Uh, we stopped over at JNS uh, yesterday and ate. Went to see Carolyn's mom. And, uh, and they were talking about some folks behind me was talking about Belshare, and, and they were talking about, uh, about the beer and, and uh, how much beer they sold and how expensive it was and how much there's a making on each beer. And, and I, don't know how my, you know, I don't know how much beer costs. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with beer. 
That's not my crowd. That's not, that's not where I fit in. I don't have any interest in something like that. I don't fit in there. My crowd is Christian people. Now, you know, you say, well, I went to Belshire. Well, that's, you know, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe there's enough good stuff that goes on there that Christian people don't have to participate in uh, the wickedness or whatever. But from what I've heard it advertised, it's just a big street party. And uh, the kind of music and the kind of lifestyle, I'm not interested in. You can recognize a Christian by the places they go. You can recognize them by what they believe. You can recognize them by what, the way they talk, by what they say. You can recognize them by the places they go. And then you can recognize them by the things they do. What did Jesus do? Look at chapter 10 of the book of Acts. And verse number 38. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed to the devil for God was with him. Verse 42. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead. Well, the Bible said there that, uh, uh, that Jesus went about doing good. You know, you can recognize a Christian by what they do, can't you? How would you define a drunkard? A drunkard is somebody that drinks, right? And uh, they become addicted to strong drink. They call them alcoholics, and uh, it's a bondage, it's a sin. Someone defined a sinner with a very simple definition. A sinner is somebody that can't stop sinning. We say, well, I can't understand why people don't straighten up. Listen, they can't. People drink because they're drunkards. People lie because they're liars. People steal because they're thieves. People murder because they're murderers. And people are Christians because God's done a work of grace in the heart, changed their life. Only people ever live right or save people for any length of time, I believe. Well, what you do doesn't determine your salvation. But if you are saved... It does determine whether you're Christian or not. If you are saved, I believe there will be some fruit in your life. 2 Timothy 2.19 Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. The Bible says that we're going to call ourselves a Christian and we need to live like it. If you let everyone that nameth the name of Christ first said, I'm a Christian, I believe in Christ, I follow Christ, then we need to live like it. Live like a Christian. Depart from iniquity. They were called Christians first in Antioch. Why did they call them Christians? I believe because they believed what Christ believed. They talked like Christ talked. They went to the places that Christ would go. And they did the things that Christ would do. Am I a Christian? I want to be. Always.
as far as pleased.